hi guys it's been a minute oh my goodness julia here and we are back with just being real good vibe only podcast and of course we <laughs> try as much as possible to stick to good vibes and i hope that's the kind of vibe you still get from this if you're new here welcome yes oh my god this is a platform where we open up about anything under the sun be it relationships be it motherhood be it just general life career and everything but there's a story i already started hey hey and it's gaining hits my friends so again for those who've been here and have been keeping tab and have been listening to this episode thank you so much you guys are amazing i get a lot of feedbacks and i just love you people hey i wish i would just be able to give each and every fan of mine an a dairyland product or a dairyland goodie be it ice cream be it chocolate or anything but you know what keep it here keep it locked we're going to get away whereby one fan of mine will be getting something let's figure it out if you have an idea you let me know okay let's take a break and we'll be back with today's topic Welcome back guys. Wow. The month has been heavy. It has just ended, but I feel like it's been a roller coaster. And I know everyone is just feeling the same because wow, it's crazy. So guys, the next episode was for me to come and give feedback about the previous episode which was shooting your shot and it got quite a lot of guys coming in and just telling me what they think and it was just amazing and lovely and now today just wanted before I even go back to the feedback i just wanted to talk about what's happening in our country and just around generally and how you're feeling about it and how you're holding up eh guys it's crazy So there's a lot. So let's start with the lockdown and the curfew. Wow. Of course we anticipated something was going to happen and rumors had started flying of guys saying the president will give a speech and yeah, of course it was expected because I think with Easter coming and Kenyans always being on the move, that was one thing they feared. But I don't know what do you think yourself of how the president handled the whole situation because now we had um quite a number of uh places that we had a, a lockdown and we had also operations of bars and sales of alcohols in restaurants suspended that is in Nairobi, Kajiado, Machakos, Kiambu and Nakuru and given that we have people working in these sectors i feel like it was unfair because they were not not given a notice so imagine someone woke up in the morning and had a job and they had everything going and all of a sudden boom it's closed and i'm thinking last year at the same times also the time we went through the, the same predicament 
and now we were back and people were picking up pieces uh people were having their businesses now starting to like run like people now were able to go into restaurants and everything and they were trusting again and now here it goes boom it's closed all over again can you just try and put yourself in that situation it's hard right it is and I empathize with these people because I have been in this situation and I would never want to wish that even to my worst enemy. I'll say that. It's not easy. And I feel like they're just misplaced priorities because there's a lot that just can be done without really doing what they've done. And the one thing that we can see and agree on is that the law enforcers who are supposed to be on the forefront trying to ensure that the measures put up by the government are being followed through are the ones that are making um, the guidelines not to be adhered to because firsthand I've seen people or matatus when you board a matatu in the morning or in the evening and you can actually see a police being bribed so that they can be able to fill up the matatu but imagine if this police stood his ground and knew by the way it's not it's not a matter of what and what because if i'm affected by this disease then what will this money help me with it's a matter of life and death and when this happens, if he stands his ground and says no, then we will be so far away. Look at the political rallies they were running. You know, when your leader is not showing responsibility in the first place, how do you expect the rest of the people to be able to follow through? It has to begin from somewhere. But now, for them, they don't see anything, but a Kenyan has to be punished because of their own mistakes and only a Kenyan will be blamed but not them so is this fair really is this really fair because I feel the focus like right now should be in making our healthcare system also dependable people are not dying because it's all about COVID most people are dying because COVID makes other diseases more fatal and right now guys TB pneumonia Malaria on the rise. But is anyone talking about it? No. So, of course, when you go to a hospital, the first thing they will take you in as, as if they'll treat you as if you have COVID, right? So, of course, it will slow down the process of you getting the proper medical attention. Then when you die, because you stayed in the hospital much longer and interacted with a lot of people, because there are a lot of people, our hospitals are congested. Our healthcare system has been bad from back then, not even now, from back then. I've been in a situation where I was in, in an emergency situation back in 2013 and I couldn't even get a bed. But now you want to exaggerate that the issue is just happening now. No, it has been the case since then. So if we know this is the situation on the ground and this is what is making our situation worse, why don't we focus on that instead of focusing on things that do not help us? Like the referendum. And I'm glad it's not happening. So we have money for our own interests, but we don't have money to 
help us through with this pandemic. COVID came in last year. And of course, the curfew and the lockdown happened because we had no idea of how to handle the whole situation. So that was fine. But now, a year later, we should know better. What I feel is they should get a balance of both the economy and health. Because I feel like it is absurd to say someone dying of depression, someone dying of hunger is better than someone dying of COVID. Like our focus is just on COVID. And another thing that I feel right now is that we've seen people, we had this discussion on Twitter and the effects of lockdown and on just the youth generally. And someone just said something very important because she said, we've seen reports of up to 90% cancellation rates in hotel bookings, which has led to layoffs, right? When you take away a person's ability to fend for themselves, there might be the general feeling of they have nothing to lose. So they may throw the cushion away. So you're actually even making the situation worse. So what do I mean when I say this person will not care? Because look at it this way. He or she will have lost the means of living because this is where they generate their income. They come to work. At the end of the month, get a salary. They're able to pay their bills, their rent, their school fees, these medical and everything. So, for example, if this person is even exposed to COVID or has an underlying condition and does not even have money to be able to take themselves to hospital or even take themselves to get a COVID test, how do you expect them to behave after that? Of course, they'll have seen the end of the road. And that's why I've said a year after, we need to act better. We need to involve different people in different sectors to have a sit down and actually discuss our way forward. But that's that's something that can't happen in our country. And one thing that I feel personally is right now, COVID already has exposed many cracks and failures in our system, in governance, all over actually the world, not even Kenya, right? And we agree that, of course, everything should have been tackled better if we had good leadership. And right now, what I'm even thinking is, then <laughs> I hope Kenyans are learning and are seeing what is happening and are ready to make informed decision come next election period. That's the only thing I can hope now, by the way. It is sad because billions of COVID loans that can be used to cushion taxpayer and assist people in the process who have lost the sources of income are not being used in the right way. They're actually going in people's pocket. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you ask yourself, do re these people really care? Look at fuel prices right now. They've gone up. So it means cost of living is going to go high because fuel affects everything. And if you note very carefully that right now the policymakers and implementers are only creating an imbalance among people, among Kenyans, which only favors the rich. And right now we need people who can think critically without bias before making 
such policies. I feel like I went on and on ranting, but that's just what I had in my heart. And I remember after the president's speech, I don't know why, I just felt sad. And I was feeling like, why can't we just go back to where we were when we had no COVID? I wish for those days so much and it just kind of got me depressed for a minute. So imagine having to know you have no job the following day and how it would feel. Personally, I know it would have weighed heavy on me and I just don't want to think about it. But you see, I still have to think about it because this is our brothers. And something I'm laughing about is is because people say, oh, you know, so you want us to still go to hotels and bars and, and get COVID. But at the end of the day, are you putting yourself in those people's shoes? Some people are like, no, you know, by now people should have learned, eh? they should gotten their jobs. Ha, my goodness. Imagine all these uh, hotelier people, those are their businesses, but it was affected. Right now you should not even be bickering and claiming you're high and mighty because you have a job or running something. Anything can happen anytime. So the moment you don't think of the other person, and remember, in business, you need customers, right? I will always repeat this. And this is how the economy works. And I don't know why people never want to think about it that way. For you to be in business, you need people to come to your business. So if I don't get a job or I don't have a job, for example, I work in a company where we supply hotels. They've closed down. What will happen most probably? A pay cut. So if my pay cut happens, I will reduce my, uh, my cost of... Um, living you know so if i was going to uh kinyozi or if i were going to a salon every other month i will try and cut that but how is it affecting the other person it is because it's not one person so at the end of the day a ripple effect is created and people never want to think about it that way so you should never feel high and mighty when other people are losing jobs and that you have a business come on Really, are we that selfish? I really feel like we are. And that's why I'll bring in, it's been a sad month as well because we also lost um, Magufuli. And he was the Tanzanian president and Kenyans were literally celebrating on the social media platform because he died. Just because of the stand he had for COVID does not warrant you to celebrate his death. That is sad. And I loved him so much because the love he had for his people was amazing. Magufuli is the kind of person, if something was not working out, if a project was not working out, he will go to the ground and he will hold the people accountable to the point they do what they're required to do. Have you seen that happening to your president? No. And that's what should be happening. If it's a police who are taking bribes, he should be taking himself there and give them stern warning. And if anyone is found, let them be given a punishment that someone else out there will be like, no, I'm not going to do this. Because the more we continue to condone this behavior, the more we continue to condone corruption, because that's what they do actually from the top. Right? But we're okay. And I'm sad because Kenyans would go online and bash Magufuli, but cannot go online and bash their own. 
So you want to go remove a speck in someone's eye when you haven't removed a log in your own eye. Come on. What, what kind of people are we? May the soul of Magufuli rest in peace, but me seeing his people crying for him. Right now, <laughs> if any of our leaders dies, I don't think I can shed any tear. Nah, let me be real. I'm real. I won't. But with Magufuli, and he's, he wasn't even my president, I don't know why, but I felt something. I was sad. I was sad, and I kind of questioned, like, why? Why would such a leader be taken away at this time? I was. But our leaders? Nah. I can't. I can't even get sad. Because I was just saying, like, for example, someone said from Tizad, you shall see the street in Tanzania today. We mourn him and love him. He has done a lot for us. Why are Kenyans pained by this while we celebrate him? Please leave this topic alone. If they have nothing good to say, they better shut up. And he was our best president. And if we're given a chance, we would have voted him all over again countless of times. Kenya should stop this as for here we are pained. So please let our president rest in peace. Just let him be. And for me, I was, I was for the same. Just let these people be. Let them bury their president. They know better. You'd know nothing. You know nothing. So, yeah, because you tolerate a lot of things from your leaders, from corruption to everything, to you being made poor, kind of, every single day and you're okay. Well and good. Shut your mouth and just be. And let other people be. You know? So... I don't know. I was saddened. I was saddened. Like a lot. And I remember even Ezekiel Mutua himself wrote, you know our society is sick to when people celebrate the death of others. Even imagining the death of others and posting it on social media without any regard to their families. Our problems are deep. Hatuna utu. And it's true. It's very true, unfortunately. Well, I... I don't know. It's it's just crazy. It is just crazy. And this would be highlighted greatly again when we lost a lady who was killed by a guy he had gone to a date with and that was Felvin. And I was sad because like even what Mick Denda highlighted is that it it's twenty twenty one and people still ask why did she go on the date with a stranger? Why didn't she just leave when she felt uncomfortable? Why did she get drunk and not expect to give sex? Instead of asking why a man would rape, they're asking what you did to deserve it. It's 2021 and rapists feel justified to commit violence and sexual crimes because there is a level she's asking for it. And society affirms this mindset. This is why we fight for equality. This is why feminism is not outdated. Because when it comes down to it, there's an assumed cost of being a woman in a man's world. And some people paid for it with their dear life. And it is sad. Personally, I'm not a feminist. Because I believe we have a role to play, each one of us. And I believe, yeah, that's true. But now, if it gets to a case where people are careless and put comments out there that really gets to even the victim... It is sad. 
and i believe if you if to be just safe avoid such topics that look at what shafiwari and dj jom falme did they decided to talk about it and the way they handled it was so poor and they actually targeted Eunice, the lady who was thrown off the 12th floor because when she refused and said no to the guy, he, she was thrown off. It is sad. Just keep off the conversation then. Because I understand because right now people are bringing up, oh, even men are going through stuff because, yeah, there, there are two men that were stabbed with a woman. Yes. Our society is a mess and there's a lot going on. But can we avoid such conversations? Because they dig it, because we have victims. We have victims who've never spoken about it. And the moment you talk about it, you trigger a lot of things. Can we just keep off the conversation? Now, they've been fired from their jobs. And I'm sad again because I wouldn't want someone to go through that again. But can we stay away from the conversation? And I'm thinking this should be a topic on its own again. And I will come to talk about it, about just us and dates and everything. But there is something I want to read that is that I found very interesting. And it's a friend of mine again who shared who shared it on um on Facebook, yeah. And uh this is what she had to say. And I, I found it important, kinda again. So she was just writing a letter again. Her name is Rita. Dear Team boy Charles. First, if I was a man, I'd be super offended referring to myself by this name. I'd prefer to call myself a man, a king. Second, please stop sending young women money to solicit sex. To me, all it says is I don't have a healthy self-esteem and so my only worth is the 2000 bob quoting a Kenyan celeb boy child whose very passionate plea about the value of 2000 Bob Fair is on Twitter. Third, if you so choose to send this fair and acknowledging it's a risky business investment, if it doesn't work out, I highly suggest keeping mum about it and going to the next Tuma Fair affair until you acquire your solicited and consented business transaction. Wow. Fourth, wouldn't it make more sense to work on your personality, character, charm, so that we can love you just as you are? It's love we are all yearning for, right? If not, there's a ripe business for those who wish you transact with no emotional strings attached. Very true. Here, I'm not advocating for anything illegal, just pointing out that this life has options. And I totally agree with her there. My dear Kenyan men, do not be swayed by the few and very loud boy chills with wounded egos and esteems to imagine all men out here think in this same boy child way. There are superbly finished men, men of character out here living their content lives without having to send anyone fair to buy love for a night. Finally, I would advise to seek mentors, go for counseling, read books, empower yourself. You're a worthy of a woman who loves you beyond your fair prepositions. True. But you have to be willing to work on yourself first. Guys, doesn't this touch on our subject last week? It does. So when I come back, I'll come back with the feedback. 
and just talk more on this. And we are back. And those are just words that are resonated of an article, or just, should I say a write-up that Rita Leibuta did. And we were with her in high school, and I loved it because it just broke down everything I was talking about last um, time on my episode. And um, now to go to just giving you feedback of what people said after the episode, the shooting your shot episode, like, would you go for it? Huh? And someone said, a very good listener of mine. So I've listened to your podcast, very hot topic. Ladies should shoot their shot. If you die, you die. <laughs> but on a personal level, I don't think I can shoot my shot with someone who's dating a friend, a family member, or someone close to me, even after they've broken up. Attraction will always be there amongst people, but it should just remain as it is, attraction. Because otherwise, things will be awkward and I believe so it's true and that's why for me that's what I felt back then and even for the guy you know so but if you want to shoot your shot you've seen a guy he has everything you've got you you won't dive and if he says no it's still fine but and that's why we still say whenever you're going to shoot your shot you're trying out it's either a yes or a no and this thing of guys saying oh I paid your fare oh I bought you a meal and you're saying no really dude uh-uh doesn't work like that expect anything you know and we've been told if you're not ready to invest and like this woman for who she is and give her the chance to like you for you without even money involved then keep off and see what you can do and work on yourself first you know i am i'll go to the next um feedback that i did get and it was also from a very good listener of mine as well and uh he said the dating scene nowadays is very complicated very true he agreed i think once you hit a certain age past 30 people prefer getting straight to the point no afterthoughts no hangover just tell me what you want if it's a relationship say it sex say it don't waste people's time as far as shooting their shot is concerned a woman can do it but for whatever reason sex or otherwise she will be attached <clears throat> she he's he just said it as i said it and that's just how women are made no strings attached rarely works women live for love and affection and to be demonstrated through efforts mm-hmm. men prefer control personally i prefer a woman who stimulates my mind and nyumbasili parent is a no-go zone aha and ladies listen there's no guy who's too busy for you if he doesn't put in the effort then he's just not into you it's that simple it's not rocket science so take note guys Guys, this is from a from a man perspective and I totally agree with them. And it should be both ways. If a woman or a man have maybe met and they see there's no future, why are you even leading a person on? You know? You know that those instances you'll meet and then realize, "Hey, by the way, we have different stands. We we are not really relating well we cannot communicate we cannot do one two three things why are you pushing the your agenda then when you clearly know there's nothing that is going to happen you know those are the things that piss me off and that is what is happening right now on the ground and that's why dating has been so complicated and that's why we are having all these issues where you find a man went to a woman's house we saw the case on citizen tv and he refused to leave and the woman stopped 
him. Why are you going to a person's house? Why are you going to a personal space when you're just getting to know each other? You know? Get to know each other first. And I believe you're all looking for something when, when you're doing these things. So sometimes when you're pretending, no, ah, I don't get, I, I don't get um, emotionally invested in people. Oh, come on. That's crap. Trust me. That's crap. I will tell you that. Any day, any time. So yeah, so let's be real to ourselves and what we want. And I believe if the responsibility begins with the, with us, ourselves, these things can be avoided. So it's not about blaming one side or anything. And I know this is very sensitive, but let's also take responsibility. What do you want for yourself? What do you want for someone else? If this was your brother, if this was your sister, would you do this? And would you uh, allow someone to do this to them? Be human for once as well. It's not always yes. We all have a right to say no. You know, at the end of the day. So if I say no, then it's a no. Guys, it is a no. <laughs> so let's respect that, you know. And there's something also, again, I found that was very, very, very interesting. And I think it will be good, you know, to read it out. This is also from a friend of mine, <laughs> Perry. Yes, I'm going to read your post. <laughs> so she said, the dating game nowadays is full of men stroke women ready to have a fling for a moment and a good time. But no one's ready to roll up their sleeves and say, I'm here for it all. The good times and the bad times, the highs and the lows. In fact, when you hit a low patch, even your friends will start avoiding you, not knowing that life is a journey of ups and downs. Don't get me wrong. Love and finding a soulmate is an extremely beautiful thing, but it gets to a point in life where if she or he ain't coming to build with you if she or he gonna keep you waiting holding on and hoping that she or he will choose you while she or he examines the other options as a human you need to focus on the goals dreams and ambitions and ambitions you have without the weight of a confused heart and some just come to confuse your heart and add weight to it very true to have a life partner is to have a person that believes in you, not your money, not your status, not the material things you own, but you as a human being. So do not settle for less. This goes for the men as well. And that's why it's a he and a she. If someone just loves you for your material things, then there's a problem. And that's why I keep insisting that marriages are failing because with this, we get to settle because of the wrong reason and money ends. So when the money ends and you expect this person because you showed them you have money and that's why they got in this union, you expect them to support you? They will not. They will run away. And then now you start blaming like, oh, all women are trash. No, not all women are trash. Not all women do that, you know. So don't put a blanket kind of mention to people. No, don't do that. It is totally wrong. And I love that so much. So... Let's just be real with ourselves and what we want, you know. And there's something I read. There's Benjamin Zulu who comes on um, Switch TV and he talks about love stuff. And there's something interesting he said. And I will just leave it here. If someone is trying to date you but they keep visiting your house empty-handed and they are comfortable coming and eating and living without nothing, my friend, you're dealing with a cockroach. If they are so selfish and senseless to take without giving, can you trust them to meet your needs and those of the children in the future? 
Even if someone is not working, you should see an effort in them coming with a packet of milk or a loaf of bread because they know you'll make tea for them. And if they're too destitute to afford any of this, then they have no business dating. <laughs> oh my goodness. What did I say last time? Yes, they have another journey of personal development to do first. And please note, this applies to both genders. Again, both. Some things may look small, but they indicate a crack in the foundation. Just a tip of the iceberg. And that's why I said last time. You meet people, men or women, saying, oh, I'm not ready to settle. I'm an emotional wreck. Oh, my finances are like this and like that, my friend. Then go develop yourself first. Handle your mess. Then come back and look for me. But for now, keep away. Keep off. And that will always be my stand. Don't come telling me you're a mess, but you want to, <laughs> to get goodies out of it. Oh, yo, we cannot work like that. Go work on yourself or go look for someone to do that. Because again, as we mentioned, there are options. There are people who are okay with that and we're not judging. But if I'm like this, respect my choice and what I stand up for. But don't go saying, mm, this one, oh, what, what, what. No, respect it. You have options. Try all the options that are there if you want to. And I'm not encouraging things like, oh, the same way Rita say, we're not encouraging you to do illegal things. But yeah, it's a world of options. So yeah, that's all I'll say. <laughs> all right, guys. I think I've said a lot. Yes, and... If you have any comments, you can come in and just say what you think. I know these are just my opinions, not everyone. So I'm not standing for like everyone and saying this is how things are. No. Oh, and let me just talk about uh, this Shafiweru and DJ Joe's saga. Just a little. Um, yeah, of course, they came out and sued uh, Radio Africa and everything. But again, I'm looking at it this way. This was a good lesson. And... Yeah, guys, the power of social media again. A lesson to all these people in the, in the media who actually think they have power to talk about certain things. And one thing Mutua was saying that was very true is it's like our media houses have only realized when they talk about women, um, sex or stuff, that's when they get viewership and they get people talking about it. And it's all about numbers. But is that right? I think the media should be at the forefront to really show uh, maturity in terms of the content that they put out and ensuring that they adhere to the code of ethics, you know. And most people came out complaining that they, they're going to journalism classes or uh, they've graduated with journalism and they're not getting jobs because now the only people who are being employed are people with followers and they don't necessarily have a media background and i think that's where the problem is coming in but i'm thinking these people can earn in other ways because they already have followers on their social media pages they still earn through that through in being an influencer and everything why don't you give people who deserve that chance to work on that and be able to earn money out of that because so many people are jobless out here but we're giving people who already are there and are earning big money and are doing so well to run these things and that's why we are having these issues you know and it's all about professionalism at the end of the day what i kept insisting this is not about men or women 
who is being powerful or whatever. No, this was just a point of being being mature to know is this right or wrong and just just being responsible with anything you said or put out there because you know you're a public figure and everything and we did not wish them to lose their job but i'm hoping this serves as a lesson to everyone and all the other stations and media houses out there so that we don't normalize talking about these things let's talk about other issues we have a lot of things affecting us as kenyans can we just push that agenda you know yeah so <laughs> that's all i have to say i know i am thinking i had a lot to say but here naona sita maliza i will still push on so <laughs> we've come to the end of the episode thank you for tuning in guys i love you so much thank you for all your feedbacks there's a lot i got as feedback and i so really appreciate completely because you see when you talk about something and people can be able to relate or people can just come and tell you like julia wow this is interesting this is amazing this is like this and this it just it's just so good okay and just a parting shot i'll say is for both men and women stay single until you find a love that is an improvement on your single life uh, the love that feels naturally and homely rather than fragile um, and anxious and is the only kind worth giving up your singlehood for never entertain costly associations that cut into your freedom and mental peace in the name of love or relationship the burden of life is already heavy as it is yeah guys covid is here with us and it's too much and now you want to keep on stressing yourself so if you're not joining me for us to lift each other up yes we are not interested so that should be your kind of mantra again guys and then this again i'm still continuing anyway but it's good parting shot this is something also that has been circulating on most whatsapp status so i'll just read it as it is if you choose a working woman you have to accept that she can't handle the house full time if you choose a housewife who can take care of you and manage the home completely you need to accept that she doesn't make money if you choose a submissive woman you must accept that she depends on you if you choose to be with a brave woman you must accept that she is tough and has thoughts of her own yes if you choose a beautiful woman you have to accept expenses too if you choose to be with a great woman you must accept that she is tough and firm no woman is perfect. A woman has her own good thing that defines who she is and makes her unique. So that's why we tell you take your time so that you're able to identify what works for you. What do you want from a woman? So don't go trying out different women and then say, "Oh, they're all the same, all oh, they're crap, they're whatever." No. The same way you guys and men are different. The same way for a woman as well. If you accept a man for who he is, then treat him for who he is, how you met him. But don't come and tell us, oh, men are trash, men are whatever. But that's the option that you decided on. That's what you chose you, at the end of the day. So, yeah, I'll still insist on that. Eh -eh. Because you need to fall in love with someone who wants you, waits for you, who understands you, who understands even your situation even when you're in your madness someone who helps you and guides you someone who is your support and your hope so if you're not getting those and that's that's what you want to leave but don't tolerate and then when things go haywire you come blaming out all men are like this or all women are like this yeah 
right so there's also feedback i also received about my podcast gosh i forgot guys and this is huge so these are my friends i was with them in primary school and i just want to appreciate the words they just told me and they're like uh julia war uh, like i told you the other day you are a very hardworking lady and a force to reckon with yani when i look at you i understand what perseverance is 2019 and 2020 were not the best years especially for you but i am proud of the product you've become keep at it dear and so high knowing that the sky is the limit thank you so much and then corona brought with it loss of lives and livelihood this is also from another friend of mine and with it mental health issues Jaber saw this and started our own podcast where she discusses a myriad of topics ranging from job losses to relationship matters take your time and listen to the podcast and you'll decipher the meaning of beauty with braids oh. Even before the pandemic she wasn't afraid of taking on the government on matters to do with the job losses. Beautiful articulate and on point. Jabir is an angel from the lakeside whom we all adore and love as she is a true Kenyan luo sweetie. Age, age guys, tell me this will not make you feel jittery. Oh my god, I read this and I was in tears. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. You have been amazing. I love what we have in our group. and i'm hoping we'll have our meet up very soon unfortunately covid has hit us again we have the curfew hotels are closed i don't know what we'll do but i know this has to happen that was amazing thank you so much and for everyone who listens thank you as well and yeah keep the love going now panda bye